furry fluff pieces and here. This is a weekly furry podcast that finally tells it like it is. There's no holding back on this week's episode of Unleashed. And now here's your host, Lifty Husky. Hello and welcome to Unleashed. I'm your host, Lifty, and this is the first episode of a new podcast series where I talk about the unusual and uncomfortable topics surrounding the furry fandom. If you recognize my voice, it's probably because you heard me on my other podcast, Furry Frequencies, which as of now is under an indefinite hiatus and is not producing new episodes. But now that I'm on my own podcast, I have a bit more freedom to talk about topics that even the team at Furry Frequencies deemed a bit too sensitive, and what a relief it is. Thank you for joining me on this new podcast series, and I am relieved to be here. Thank you so much for Anchor to provide this platform for this uh, podcast. And uh, on this podcast episode, we're going to be talking about a couple things. We're going to talk about, of course, the missing stare analogy, because the missing stare is how the furry community tends to approach problems within the community. They attempt to approach it in a way that's very similar to the missing stare analogy. And afterwards, we're also going to be discussing how do we get here? How do we get to this point where we have to discuss these problems and not many people want to do things about it or talk about it? But first, I just want to introduce myself. Hi, I'm Lifty. I'm a furry. I've been a furry since about 2015, 2016-ish. And my first convention was Furry Weekend Atlanta 2016. I drove over 400 miles to go to this very first convention, and I was very excited to go to my first furry convention. I drove half awake. I slept in a in a truck stop, and then I slept at a at a welcome center in South Carolina, and and bared through a lot of rain through South Carolina just to get to this one convention. And when I got there, I of course was attending because I was romantically involved with somebody, but they weren't in romantically involved with me. If that, if you can wrap your head around that, they weren't interested in me like that. They were actually interested in a lot of other people that were attending that convention. And yeah, he got around. But anyway, that's not the point of this podcast. In the, in, anyway, I kind of felt alone at this convention, and I really didn't have a great time. Nothing actually went that great for the, my convention. And I was, you know, really going back home after FWA, just ready to quit the fandom already and just be done with all this crap. And after I got home that weekend, I was talking with some of my friends on Telegram, my furry friends, and they insisted that I go to another convention further up from where I was living in Hampton Roads. And it was a convention called Furthermore. It's a smaller convention. It takes place in Tyson's Corner, but now they moved to Arlington. So now they're in Arlington. And they just had to have me there. They had to have me come and have a good time. And so under their request, I did. I came to Furthermore that year. It was a week and right after 
FWA. And when I went there, I had a blast. I had a wonderful time. I really enjoyed myself and made some new friends, made lots of memories, and furthermore, still holds a strong place in my heart because of that moment. It actually revived my interest in the furry community. And from that point on, I did not leave the furry community. I'm still considered a furry. I still love the furry community. If I didn't love the furry community, I wouldn't be doing this. And I wouldn't have done another podcast if I didn't love the furry community and also do this one. Since that moment at Furthermore in 2016, I've bought two fursuits. I've been to numerous other furry conventions. And I've been creating content, furry content for Twitter and for Instagram, though I've kind of been falling off the wayside regarding the content. I know that I have some followers that are asking me, it's like, hey, when are you going to get back on Twitter? When are you going to get back on Instagram? When are you going to make content? And I'm just going to be like, soon, soon. Just give me some time. I'm very, I'm a very busy person. And... Uh, this is this is a bit of content that I am providing, but this is me being as frank and as open and as honest about what is going on in the furry community. And that's why I'm starting this podcast. There were a lot of things that I was not allowed to talk about on furry frequencies. That's why I'm starting this podcast. And it is a relief. It's a bit of catharsis to be able to talk like this to you about the furry community. And I'm not trying to be negative for the sake of being negative. I'm not trying to be negative because I hate the fandom. I'm trying to tell people in frank and open terms what it's like, what these problems are that's plaguing the fandom and making our reputation so negative, so toxic, so unappealing to those who are looking in. Folks, that all is not well in the furry community. And there are so many things that furries do not want to openly talk about. And they just let these problems just slide. Some of some furries I've actually known that actually covered up people, toxic people, toxic relationships, toxic events. They've just covered it up. They've slid it under the rug. And it's terrible because we let these things happen over and over again when we don't bring them out to the open and find a way to fix it. Find a way to finally tackle these problems. Well, we're gonna be tackling them here on Unleashed because we're, the first step is to actually acknowledge that they exist and actually talk about them and say, this is a problem. Now, I also wanna be mentioning that yes, I'm a, hardline arbiter of the truth. And what I'm saying here is the, is the honest to God truth. And if you feel offended by this, maybe you have a few issues that you need to take care of, but it's not with me. I'm open to discussing what I'm talking on this podcast with, with anybody who respects a two-way conversation. And I'm willing to 
Be a part of that two-way conversation. I'm willing to talk about anything that I'm talking about on this podcast. But if you come at me saying, oh, you're a racist Nazi bigot, and I don't say those things, I'm not a racist Nazi or bigot. I'm not. And I despise people who are. I've been cutting out people who've been racist Nazis or bigots all through the summer. And they know who they are. Look, nobody deserves that kind of abuse. So if you come at me with that abuse, I'm just going to show you the door. Fuck you. There's so many issues that need to be talked about and people are insulated from talking about it because of how we approach problems. And it's a non-starter when we have a way of talking about it and we don't approach it in that way. It's a complete non-starter. And so in the next segment, we're going to be talking about the missing stare analogy. It's a way of how furries approach major problems in the furry community. If you know about the missing stare analogy, you know where I'm going with this. And in our final segment, I'm going to just wrap things up by saying, how did we get here? And possibly talk about how do we get ourselves out of this funk? How do we make the fandom better? Join us on the next segment of Unleashed. Unleashed. Hello again, Lifty here. And right now you're probably listening to my new podcast on Anchor and thought, well, gee, it looks like Lifty hit the big time. He's got his own professional podcast and everything. Wish I could get started like that on my own. Well, now you can get started on your own podcast today, thanks to Anchor. Anchor gives you all the tools you need to get started recording your own podcast, make edits, bring guests, record voice messages, and even publish and distribute and monetize your podcast where your listeners are, such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Anchor is trusted by some of the most popular podcasts on today, and it can help you reach your audience faster than ever before. So stop dreaming and start podcasting today. Go to anchor.fm now to get started. Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Unleashed. Welcome back to Unleashed. Now, in my last segment, you heard of how I got into the furry fandom, why I'm involved in it, and why I started this podcast. So back on Furry Frequencies, I made some references to the missing stare for several issues that confronted the furry community. So for those of you who are unaware of what the missing stare is, I want to go over it with you because that's going to be a recurring theme on this show. So allow me now to take you on a guided tour. So imagine that you're invited to a really huge and awesome party in a two-story mansion out in the countryside. You know the person who's hosting, and they're looking to invite a lot of popular and not-so-popular furries to have a great time. The house looks great. Inside, there's people packed, partying in various clothes and fursuits and partials, you name it. It's a really hype and popping party. Anyone who's a popular in the furry fandom is here. They're making content. And as you mingle and move around the house, taking drink after drink, you notice something out of the corner of your eye that bothers you. 
It doesn't matter how drunk you get, it seems like you can't wrap your head around this one flaw in the house, and it's bothering you. It's sticking out so much that you just can't get your head out of it. You can't get away from it no matter what you do. As people are going up the down the staircase, you notice that they're either taking one long step up or jumping over this missing stair in the staircase. And here you're thinking, wait a minute, this is a big expensive ass house. Why the hell did nobody just fix the damn stairs? Why is there a missing stair there? So you go over to your friend who's hosting the party and you ask, hey buddy, Hey, what's up? Enjoying the party? Yeah, hey, listen. You see those stairs over there? You point to the stairs. And it's like, yeah, what about it? What's with the missing stair there? Oh, that's always been like that. You do a double take and like lightning, you sober up right then and there. You absorb that moment of apathy as those words echo inside your head. Oh, that's always been like that. You then start to look around the house and notice other things wrong. The paint is peeling. The walls have cracks in them. There are stains on the carpet. Someone's foot went through a floorboard. All these flaws begin to jump out at you at that moment until you realize that this massive, swanky mansion is actually falling apart at that very moment. Folks, the missing stare is our apathy towards problems that hurt our friends, create division in our community, and negatively impact how others see us. And by others, I mean those who aren't furries, those people who are outside looking in at us and wondering why we're such weirdos and sex perverts and deviants. If you ever heard those things being called at us and you wonder why people don't like us, well, just stay tuned. Just stay tuned. Because we're going to be talking about the things that people see in us that we don't particularly see, that we need to address. And the house, the house that I've been talking about, that's the furry fandom. This large and wonderful community that loves to preach about love and tolerance and acceptance is falling apart before our very eyes. That love and tolerance, anything but sometimes. And some of you, Yes, you insist that the best course of action is to ignore it until it becomes the norm, until you look at it and say, oh, it's always been like that. And folks, that's where we are now. When I first got into the furry community, it wasn't always like this. But I also noticed that there were problems that were easily being ignored, that needed to be addressed. And we just let it sit. We let these problems sit and fester and get worse and worse over time until we're at the point where it's just, I, I don't want to say that it's normal, but I also want to say that it's normal for us to ignore it and not paying attention to it. And We've also gotten worse when it comes to our behavior towards each other, especially on social media. Um, Twitter, uh, you're going to hear me talk about Twitter a lot because Twitter is like a cesspool of negativity and depravity. And I, and I know that people look at me and think, well, you're on Twitter. You make content on Twitter. 
you have a podcast Twitter. It's like, yeah, yeah, I do. I do. It's the best way to reach out to other people. But at the same time, I'm going to be pointing the finger at when, uh, when I see <laughs> stupid shit being posted on Twitter. Twitter is like the soapbox that everybody gets. And sometimes when you give somebody uh, a soapbox that really doesn't need to say shit, you get to say, you get to see people say shit anyway. Um, it is, it is the modern day speaker's corner, and you're gonna hear a bunch of random weird shit from people if you just sit there and listen long enough. And um, and that's that's kind of fueling some of our issues that we have in this community. It's definitely not making things better when we're looking at what's being posted on Twitter. Um, so in the next segment, I want to go over how we got here. Because it's easy to just say, well, you know, the, we're, the whole thing is falling apart. I'm sure I'm not the only person who have said that this community is getting shittier. And it used to be better. And there are people out there that are looking at me thinking, oh, boy, here we go. What hot take is this asshole going to say? And I'm telling you, you got to give me a moment. Folks, I have been hearing from people to have an open mind. And trust me, I have an open mind. I listen to people, even when they're wrong. I listen to people. And I come back with a counter-argument. I don't yell at people. I come back with a counter-argument as to what my position is. Not to say that they're completely wrong, but what my position is and what my facts are that support that. And people still want to go off and say, well, oh, you're, a, you're, oh, you're, you're, you're full of hot takes. And it's like, no, no. <laughs> No, I'm not even an argumentative person, but of course we have a lot of argumentative people in this fandom, especially those that want to weed out certain people and more or less create a monolith in the furry community or mold the furry community into a monolith that is only of their vision and nothing else. Um, this used to be a community that valued independence and individuality, and I'm not seeing it anymore. I'm seeing a lot of conformity. I'm seeing a lot of people being bludgeoned to death or mentally bludgeoned, mentally and intellectually bludgeoned uh, based on what they're saying about things being said in the furry community. And it's almost like if you don't, if you don't go on the straight and narrow that they set up for you, the furry community sets up for you, then you can be cast out. And in the next segment, stay tuned. We're going to be talking about how we got here and how we can get ourselves back on track. Unleashed. Looking for the best events in the DC metro area? Look no further than Metro Furs Events. Listings for the hottest furry events that are happening now in the DMV. Looking to host an event? Get the word out there with Metro Furs events. Join us today on Telegram at t.me slash Metro Furs. Metro Furs events.
Have you ever wanted to grow your audience in new and exciting ways but found advertising difficult or expensive? Hi, Lifty here, and you can grow your audience today on this podcast, reaching thousands of listeners weekly on Anchor and Spotify. To get started, just email us at liftyunleashed at gmail.com, and you too can grow your audience with us. Unleashed. Welcome back to Unleashed. So in the last segment, we were talking about the missing stare analogy and how it relates to how furries view problematic people, problematic events within the community, and how they approach them. And of course, there is a problem with that. Now we're going to dive a little deeper and figure out just how we got here. And to start off, we need to think about the smallest furry social unit. If you were to point to any furry and ask them, well, how did you get started with socializing with other furries? They would point to one of two things. They would either point to a Telegram group or a Discord group. And that's what we want to focus on is the online social group. So when I got started back in 2015, 2016, I started in a Telegram group for local furries in the uh, Hampton Roads area. And back then it was very chill. We just talked about our day we talked about furry media we were talking about projects that we were doing we we're talking about school etc and it was very chill very laid back and it was actually very very comforting and welcoming to be in that group to actually talk to people and get together planning to meet up and and socialize in person we didn't want to just stay on telegram for socialization we wanted to branch out and actually do things outside of telegram and back then we had like an unspoken rule that was very well moderated and that of course was no politics well no matter what kept the politics out of the chat we didn't want to talk about politics it didn't belong in the group but over time, especially around in 2016, we saw the rise of Trump. We saw the rise of populism. And as Trump actually rose in popularity, more furries got to know Trump and got to dislike him. And that dislike, the more he talked, it seemed like the dislike went from a dislike to loathing. And then it went from a loathing to hatred, to absolute hatred for the man. And what you saw was you saw a bunch of people coming into the local furry chats. They they weren't part of the group, but they came in and they brought their political baggage with them. They brought their political arguments. They would start political fights with people on the chat. And while it started off with, you know, it being well moderated about politics, over time, it just became more and more... Uh, prevalent in these chats to have a political infight and over time that that rule about no politics just kind of eroded away and then you also saw that moderators were starting to agree with the people that were coming in and bringing in all that political baggage so they didn't really moderate this this was unmoderated so we had a lack of moderation we had political infighting you had what I'm calling the steamrollers and the doormats. Now, the steamrollers were the people that were bringing in the political baggage. They would bring it in and they would basically steamroll anybody that disagreed with them. And of course, the moderators, they were the doormats. They didn't care about the steamrollers that were basically steamrolling shit all over the chat and just making it unbearable to be in that chat. And, you know, they didn't have a spine. 
They didn't have a spine against these people. They didn't want to moderate. They didn't want to do anything. They just wanted to sit back, relax, and, and you know, play cards or whatever and not even care about the chat. Or if they did care, they were, of course, watching what was going on and they were just like nodding in agreement with the steamroller so that the steamrollers could continue to do what they did and just make it more and more of a political chat than a furry chat. And what's even worse is that the steamrollers that I was mentioning, they would actually have other people join in with them so that they were all singing from the same hymn nuts. And when you have a group of people going up against one person, it definitely seems like you're being steamrolled by the group, by the mob. It, it was very overbearing for that one person to just defend themselves when they had nobody to defend them. They had nobody on their side. It always seemed like if you were the one that was being steamrolled, you were the one taking the shit from the moderators who also agreed with the steamrollers. Again, the doormats agreed with the steamrollers. And that's why the doormats are some of the worst people in this scenario because they were the ones that just let shit go. They were the ones that would often let the steamrollers do whatever they want. And then on top of that, we have to talk about cronyism because there's been a lot of cronyism in the furry community. That's why a lot of these heinous acts got hidden away because moderators in these groups would actually be friends with some of the worst people in these groups and everybody just covered for each other. I remember one group, they actually covered for pedophilia. And they were just saying, oh, well, he was he was drunk. He was drunk. He couldn't. He couldn't uh, actually figure out what the hell he was doing. He didn't, he didn't, he was too drunk to ask that kid, hey, are you 18 or 17? And of course he didn't know what he was doing because he was drunk. And I'm just like, why am I listening to this? Why, why did nobody talk to the police? No, why did nobody like bring this out? Why didn't anybody tell their friend, hey, you know what you're doing? This is pedophilia. You need help. No, none of that happened. Absolutely none of that happened. And so you have that happening. And then you had back to the political infighting. You had people joining into these political infights in these chats. And they came in without the single possibility of being wrong. Now, let me tell you something. If you start a conversation or if you start an argument, you have to go into that argument with the possibility that you might be wrong. At least if you're arguing in good faith, you need to go in there with the possibility that you might be wrong because then you might be able to learn something from your other person that you're arguing with. If they have the possibility of being wrong in their head, they're learning from you. They're listening to you and seeing if maybe, just maybe, they might be wrong. Everybody walks away learning something. Now, if neither of you if neither of you actually have the possibility of being wrong, if everybody thinks that, you know, you're right, what are you learning? Nothing. And if both of you are disagreeing with each other, that's where the shit flinging begins. Both of you are 100% certain you're right, and both of you won't give up an inch. That's why all these political infights just exploded and just killed the vibe of the furry chat over the years. So how do we fix this? Well, one solution is just to actually start moderating again start enforcing your damn rules if you got a rule that says no politics actually enforce it and enforce it 
fairly. So if you are actually enforcing, you're actually reading, listening to what your people in these chats are saying and then stepping in accordingly, not just listening to what you want to hear and then moderating what you don't want to hear. That's not moderation. That's being biased as hell. And I'm really sick and tired of seeing that. And then on top of that, when these moderators actually find someone, like you've got somebody being a pedophile, or being a zoophile, or doing something really, really disgusting, you gotta step in. You gotta step in, you gotta talk to that friend first, and you gotta tell them, you need help. You need some fucking help. And I am gonna help you get some help, but until then, I don't wanna see you near these people. Otherwise, I'm calling the cops. I'm sorry. I, if I gotta be an asshole, then I gotta be an asshole. But somebody's got to step up. There's more to it on this podcast. We're going to be talking about more things that need to be done. So this is just a first start. But already we're off to an explosive start. And I know that people are going to send me hate mail. They're going to send me terrible messages. And I don't care. I'm going to listen to them. But at the same time, you've got to listen to me and you got to have an open mind. So anyway... Thank you very much for joining me on this first episode of Unleashed. If you like what you hear, please feel free to follow us on Twitter at Lifty Unleashed. And also, if you want to join the conversation, you are free to do so via Anchor. You can leave us a small voice message up to a minute. I will look over it and then get your messages in and respond to them on the next episode. Anyway, thank you again for joining me. See you next week. Good night. Sure to follow us online on Twitter, twitter.com slash liftyunleashed. Subscribe to this podcast and tune in next week for another exciting episode of Unleashed.